All right, welcome to Pang Stars. Today's guest is Daniel Boardman. He's a Leo. <laughs> and that's it. That's all the astrology that's we're it. doing this episode. We're now a Christian <laughs> podcast. I listened to the new Kanye album. I'm getting baptized next month. Yes. Fuck the Antichrist. That guy, the worst. God is good. It's a miracle. The best. Although I was brought on the podcast because it was astrology, and I vehemently disagree with that as a student. But uh, nice to know you've been saved before I even got here. That's yeah, how good he I did am. today. That's actually, how good I am. Is just the today. The f- yeah, the f- the 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 fear of me coming on the podcast uh, shook the <laughs> Jesus into you. I'm glad. Yeah, the other person who um, we had on was Mark Hughes, and we just skated right over the astrology part. I saw his like eyebrow like twitch, <laughs> so it's like okay. Forget the tarot cards. Did we even have them? Because I don't even remember anything. It was during uh, the the season two when we had um, we were doing the Zoom. Yeah, that is the lost season and and yeah. a trash can season. Yeah, which I have no memory of because if it didn't happen in person, it didn't happen. Yeah, that Just was like the, online. That was the start of us, or I guess me, going off the rails with the um, with the pro Trump stuff. So it was actually kind of funny because this is an award-winning uh podcast we won the yeah. i heart joke awards uh 2020 it's the people's <laughs> choice it's yeah. the toronto commu- com- comedy community's choice they of the last year it. that mattered yeah of the last year that ma- and and, and yeah. then like you is this before or after you went uh anti-woke this is before so all the <laughs> so it was meant to be there was meant to be an award ceremony in i think march and obviously that was um cancelled but the votes were already cast, and unlike the 2020 presidential election, there was no foul play in that one. We won fair and square, and it was um, it was revealed on the very last day of uh, 2020, New Year's Eve. Yes. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, that's pretty. That that's pretty awesome. The iHeart Jokes Awards, because now now <laughs> this is like a pretty based podcast, yeah. and uh, like that's you know that's you know someone is like trying to. Like, is there anything in the rules where we can take it away for hate speech? Oh, I bet they were. I bet they were looking for something. Um, but we won it, and they that's never it. saw it coming. They never. They always expected someone else to win. Yeah, like the Jacob Balch in basement basement podcast. Oh like my lord! How to how to be afraid in a basement one hundred and one. Oh my lord! <laughs> First, you wear seven masks. Then you post online about masks, and then you never do comedy again because you're scared. <laughs> And we're not going to do comedy again because, well, I'm unvaccinated. So yeah, September tw- uh, September twenty first, twenty second. Yeah, twenty second. You're illegal. The beast system. Yeah, it's three more weeks to live. It's here. Um, the vaccine isn't the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast is going to be the uh, the UBI cryptocurrency chip. Um, Ooh, that's yeah. The I mean, so what they're doing is they're trying to tie it into your sort of digital ID. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to give everyone a digital ID online, which isn't the craziest idea for the modern world. Like having a driver's license or identification, you know, that that you can use to verify yourself when banking or whatever. It's not the craziest idea. However, it is prone to a few slippery slopes right off the bat when you like once you start thinking about this, and then you talk like. The first one is, okay, if we're going to have a digital ID, should it be tied into like forcing you to reveal, I don't know, private medical information? And the answer three years ago is obviously not. Like, nope. nope. But the answer today is, well, that's why we need it. Um, 
to force people to do that. So we got, you know, Minister of Digital Government, my good friend Khalid Rashid, who, uh, uh-huh. who, 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 the two of us, the two of us have had some uh, run-ins over the last few years because he openly supported the Muslim Brotherhood in Parliament, and I was like, hey, why are you doing that? Um, and then he continued to do that outside of Parliament, and uh, that's what he's become a, a sort of a, a punching bag for me on my show. But now he's Minister of Digital Government. And Doug Ford, Khalid Rashid, Christine Elliott, uh, they will be leading the sort of Ontario vaccine passport digital ID um, nonsense. And I think, I mean, people are right to be skeptical. Like one of the things I've said in the last year and a half is just stop lying to us. Yeah. If you told people the truth, there'd be a lot less pushback right now. But the the big I mean, this isn't even the big but the most recent obvious lie from Doug Ford is, you know, he spent the last month or so saying, oh, we might have vaccine passports. We're not doing it in Ontario, but if the feds do it, we might have to do it with the feds. Well, then he just came out two days ago and said, well, the reason why we don't have fed packs passports is because the feds weren't doing it. And I was trying to do it. We were." Then he comes out and said, oh, we were working with the feds. So he keeps flip flopping on this issue. And that naturally makes people, you know, concerned about, you know, mm-hmm. you know, the lack of honesty and transparency. So if, if the people in charge of this thing can't keep to a promise for more than three hours when they say don't worry this idea this this you know this digital information you're giving will be protected by who doug ford khalid rashid like you know i don't trust any of these idiots and no one should trust any of these idiots uh and that's i think that's one of the big problems we have is there is eight thousand legitimate reasons not to trust a promise made by any of the governments um you know in in canada Two yeah. weeks to slow the spread. Two weeks to to flatten the country. <laughs> it's um, I guess the uh, um, the vaccine passports are going to come in, and it's going to be a a QR code on uh, smartphones. Um, first, yeah, first the twenty second, uh, October the twenty second is when the QR code comes in. Yeah, and yeah. what's going to happen is um, it's going to be an impractical system which can be uh forged it it can be it will crash inevitably it's going to be a shitty system uh you can say oh i don't have a smartphone um and yeah. that will only get you so far it's going to be shitty when they un- un- when they release it because it's like the government and it's going to be a piece of shit and that will pave the way for i guess they'll probably use microsoft's id 2020 Scheme. Yeah, I mean the sc- the scary thing is once you mix this with any private business, like mm-hmm. I mean the data mining is, you know, they're they're gonna do it. Um, and the other thing is, do we trust uh, the cybersecurity experts at the Ontario government? Like these are just random government employees who just filled it. Like I guarantee you that the number one tech people who understand viruses and hacking and software, they're not in they're in the private industry or they're you know the the ones who are gonna hack this Ontario government stuff. So. You know, having it be digital is, is another, you know, clusterfuck. And then the other thing is, okay, with the boosters coming in, for someone like me. So I will be proudly under-vaccinated uh, going forward. Mm-hmm. I did the first two. Mm-hmm. I've uh, I, We could talk about the sort of the game theory behind this. But yeah. I will not be going for the thirds and the fourths and the fifths yeah. and, uh, and the booster shots. So how long is this valid for me? And the yeah. other thing is, like, I'm principle-wise, like, I'm not using the vaccine passport. I'll just traffic in businesses that don't need it mm-hmm. and that's i think the the safest thing to do but like hypothetically though when do i become yeah unable to use the vaccine passport and this brings up a lot of questions like okay if pfizer and moderna 
have these relationships with the government and the government has incentives to keep the vaccine passports. Like all the incentives are so unaligned with civil liberties for the pharmaceutical companies, for the government, you know, the pharmaceutical companies, like if they're doing the research and we're going off their basic research here and we're going to trust them. Well, do you think Pfizer's research is going to say you need a booster every 12 months or six months, six months, five right? months, five, like they've already, they've already said in, in Israel that um, anyone who doesn't get the boosters won't have their vaccine passport right. renewed. So I guess when you make a deal with the devil and you, and you sign on that dotted line, you're kind of locked in because it's going to be a, a situation where you'll have to um, renew it and it won't be like a, uh, like a like a fudgeable thing it'll be a it'll be a blockchain technology that will um probably administer this yeah so you have the f- people being forced to renew and renew and stake up and and that is its own problems with sort of like you know conditioning people to force compliance with the government for yep. things that they never would have done five years ago mm-hmm. and you know where does that lead and then you have a whole other problem that 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 we have out of covid which is the complete breakdown of the medical system uh, the OMA, the Ontario Medical Association, put out um, a thing a couple months ago. Doctors can lose their license now for challenging, um, you know, uh, accepted medical practices. And this is insane. This is absolutely insane because, it, like, so I have, a, I have a dad who's in the field of addiction medicine. And he'll point out, well, the standard practice of addiction medicine from 10 years ago is not what we do now. Yeah. And what we do now, because we keep learning more about this, you know, this, you know, if all if everything goes according to plan, eight years from now, um, the the standards on addiction medicine will not be the standards we're using today. Jeez. And that's a good thing because, okay. you know, treatments evolve. We learn new things. We get more information. But if we now say, OK, you cannot contradict, you know, whatever standard uh, medical science or whatever, the, the accepted one. Right. So let's bring it back to the vaccine passports. Well, who's doing the research? It's Pfizer and Moderna. Right. And if it's now if you can lose your license for challenging the, the you know, what Pfizer and Moderna put out, like doctors can legitimately lose their license for doing Insane. that. We basically have to continue to do what Pfizer and Moderna say. And what are Pfizer and Moderna's plans? Do you think they'll say, you know what? After three booster shots in 2022, you know what? You're actually all done. It's done. Everyone has full immunity. Done. We're done. No more booster shots. Shutting it down. Uh, COVID's over. Or is it someone in Nepal got COVID last week? And they sneezed really hard. They kind of threw out their back. So we need to do seventy-four more years and just like what's what are what are the what are the financial incentives for Pfizer? The answer is three billion. Yeah, life. (laughs) It's a number. It's a number. Life cycle. Yeah, yeah. It's like like number we can't even fathom. It's so big. Is is the is what they have? It went from protect the old and the vulnerable. Young people aren't at risk. To we need to jab the twelve and ups, and then we need to do. Um, five to eleven. Five to eleven, and then we need to do six months. Yes, get into the fetus. <laughs> if if your fetus is unvaccinated, you can't go. Uh, your fetus Honestly. needs a QR code. And it's like I, I try and make this point to people. Like best case scenario, because I have my own beliefs about what this like mm-hmm. vaccine will do, and and all that. I'm a I'm a bona fide schizo in that regard. But <laughs> best case scenario, they're a company trying to sell you drugs. Are they? doing it because it will make people healthy or is it because they're making fucking insane amounts of of money and also that money as well if you're making that amount of money the amount of power that gives you in terms of like 
lobbying, in terms of like funding journalism, in terms of like funding all these like NGOs and shit. It's like well, you see how mo- you see how money cycles back into the system in Canada. I mean, this is what the We Charity scandal was. It's mm. it's a yeah. cyclical thing. So again, this is another avenue of corruption when Pfizer has billions and trillions of dollars worth of incentives to keep this going. Well, if you have trillions of dollars incentives, what's to stop you from running billions back into the Liberal Party, the Conservative yeah. Party, the NDP? Basically, keep you have more money than God in this sense, and you can just you know you hook the politicians, you hook the right people, right? You can fund media, you can you know you have the power to heavily influence society and you you throw in the oma decision where dissenting opinions can cause doctors to lose their license this is the perfect storm for i mean i think the the term is essentially a technocracy or technocratic dictatorship is what we're going towards and i'll define that for the, the audience like technocrats are sort of unelected the experts, right? The the people, the experts, right? You know, fancy lawyers, you know, the doctors, business leaders, experts. right? You know, the sick people, you know, people who earn six figure plus salaries who have fancy titles, they become sort of the, the arbiters of what we can and cannot do as we go into some sort of, you know, technocratic, authoritarian, you know, critical race theory uh, extravaganza. That's the new Canada. You yeah, know. it is. <laughs> it's great to be here. I can't wait for Prime Minister Lily Singh. <laughs> I'm now a. I'm now a got my uh, my oh permanent God, residency Singh. is approved, yep. so I've got a stake in this now. <laughs> That's right. Actually, now you have some skin in the game. Don't forget, you're here forever. Because <laughs> you can never leave us. Yeah, because I'm not. I'm not going to take a plane anywhere. Yeah. I'm not even. I'm not even had a test yet. No. I don't want a test. Mm-hmm. I don't want any part of it. Yeah, the plane. Sa- it's yeah. It's and it's it's like okay. Wh- what are incentives? So you we talked about the other thing. It's like. And now the studies are also showing that, you know, uh, you're unvaccinated, I'm vaccinated. Well, if we both catch COVID now, the yeah. studies show that we're both equally as infectious. We carry the same viral load. We're the same threat to others. Mm. The studies just show that I'm less likely to end up in hospital and less likely to experience severe reactions mm. than you are. Now, yeah. I mean, I could die and you could be fine because, you know, diseases are, are weird and, and, and everything's crazy. But, you know, this whole to protect everyone else thing, it's like, well, no, it looks like the vaccine protects you. Uh, so it gives you some protection and make the choice how you want it. Like, um, you know, you know, uh, so I'll go into my sort of game theory on the vaccine. And also, you know, I have family in the medical industry who, mm-hmm. you know, rather, uh, you know, insistent that I get it. Um, yeah. but I was, I was protesting out, uh, outside Mount Sinai hospital yesterday. That's it. Uh, that's so I've said the threat of COVID is low to moderate. Like yep. it's, you know, it's a, common cold but it was engineered in a chinese lab or the or the province of western taiwan uh, as i call it um you know with gain of function research so they took yep. the common cold and made it worse and, and more virulent yeah also it seems to spread better inside so that's why we all have to stay inside for years okay you have that and the risk of getting that especially for me young and healthy very low but generally you know to someone in their 60s more moderate okay so low to moderate risk of covid the risk of the vaccines is low now is there any long-term data in the vaccines? No, but preliminary data shows that it's it's rather safe and more effective than, than we could have hoped. Now, that's a good thing. But what we're being told, however, is the threat of the vaccine is none. And that's not true. So if we're administrating hundreds of millions, yes. billions of vaccines, people, if there's a low risk, if it's a low risk vaccine, naturally you're going to see hundreds of thousands, millions of adverse reactions yeah. um, if we do it on a global scale. 
So when people see hundreds of thousands of negative side effects and, and, and adverse reactions, and they're told zero risk, well, then they know that, oh, we've been lied to, and then they overestimate the risk of the vaccine. This goes back to my just stop friggin' lying to everyone policy. But the vaccine is low risk. COVID is like low to moderate risk. Okay, so I got the vaccine, whatever. It's, this is at the point where maybe it, it, it prevented you from disease carrying and maybe you protect grandma with doing it. Okay, fine. But the threat of the boosters, I said, I would, I, you could argue that because there's no long-term data, and if there is something wrong with you know, the manipulation of the spike protein and the mRNA stuff, you could say hypothetically the the risk of the unknown as you put more and more of this booster into you, the long-term unknown would increase. Not hugely, I still think it's at a low, maybe low moderate risk. But the real risk is becomes the sort of technocratic authoritarianism mm -hmm. that is at high risk. So the high risk is. The fact that we all go through this compliance, we all get the QR codes, the government now has the slipperiest slope ever to operate on. This is Red Bull crash ice of, of a slope. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure if you've seen that, but that's why they literally yeah. skate down a hill of ice. That's how slippery this slope is. Um, so the, 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 there is, I'd say, high threat of authoritarianism, uh, of breaches of liberties. So then my game theory for the boosters becomes refuse vaccine mandates, refuse the passport, don't go into the system and and, yeah. and and resist to the point where you're not participating in the in the economy where people are going along with it, which then forces, I know, businesses and everyone else to put pressure to sort of end this thing. That's that's the new that is the highest level threat. So, you know, I got the vaccine piece at the time, okay, you know, and did I could I have predicted this was coming? Maybe. But at the time, you know, there's my there's my thing. But now it's no boosters. Um no mm -hmm. boosters, no passports like give patronage to restaurants that yeah that that just say oh you know you know oh we have to do it so you just literally show them a picture of like your kid on your phone or whatever and they just let you like you know, just flash your phone at someone yes. and, and go in like that's that's the places you go to they give them your business um force the other business to go uh, to lobby the government to to sort of i mean i think we all saw the dark knight um you know and the mm -hmm. the the batman machine at the end where he used to catch the joker and morgan freeman has this whole like why well, you know we can't have this going around one-time use like do we really think the oh, government yeah, the patriot act wasn't yeah. it yeah, yeah those patriot but like do we really think the government's gonna click the click click the kill code um if unprompted at the end of COVID? and the no. the answer is no the answer is, is, is obviously no. Yeah. But yeah, the issue is though, it's like it it was kind of already, it's interesting how they kind of like seed these ideas because at the very start it was like, we're going to lock down everything. Uh, and it was like, oh, interesting. Are they going to stop giving people UBI? Is this going to be, right. is it going to change the way that like society works? And then like, there was a little bit of like a UBI thing. People got their SERB. So people were like, accustomed to this thing but i guess the next thing is they're going to try and get rid of cash they already kind of did this a little bit in in like certain articles saying like oh like cash spreads covid and stuff like that which is like kind of bullshit but they kind of planted that seed of um you know people were just doing like contactless stuff or like some places will like only take card because they don't want to handle cash or you have to buy it on ritual online and then wait for them to make it for you to pick up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's probably going to like start getting to the financials and that's where, I mean, it's already happened with, I guess like PayPal has like a sort of like, um, anti like, um, extremist thing where they just like, <laughs> uh, they, they like oh, yeah, stop PayPal. They stop payments being able to right. be processed for like certain right, people. Right. And yeah. I, I mean, with the with the businesses that are 
enforcing the the COVID passport, they will probably give some kind of subsidy to these businesses who are like health monitors. So they will probably get like a little piece back if they if they enforce this because you're asking a lot from these businesses and they're going to have to have money to have whatever system that they set up for this. So I think they're going to financially incentivize enforcing this. Yeah, I, I could see the sort of the, the, the elimination of, of cash. Um, now, will there be such pushback from certain like certain insiders who are, you know, there's, you know, there's 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 reasonable reasons to want to use cash and not use credit card on certain things, make discrete purchasing. Like you don't want everything to be on the grid. But then it's also like, you know, there's there's a lot of high level people doing criminal bullshit, which they want to not everything you need to be traced. Like, yeah. And, you know, will you know, will it be harder to be a criminal in a cashless society? Yes. But, you know, there's also the thing of like, you know, you might not want um, Visa knowing you know, and 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 the, whoever they sell it to, uh, you know, your more sensitive purchases. Like, there's there's things that you, you know, probably want to keep off the grid, or you know, if you're trying to get um like a present for your husband or wife yeah, for their right. anniversary, right? Like, you don't want it appearing on a credit card statement, right? Yeah. There's you know, there's reasonable reasons. Like, okay, I'll I'll give hundred and twenty five dollars cash, so there's no you know you know, so then I could just hide it, and then we have you know a nice surprise. So there's a lot of reasons uh, to want to cash, but will the government try and take out? I think I think that's still a few steps away. I still think there's a I still I still think stomping on civil liberties is a higher priority <laughs> uh, than you know than annoying everyone. I think that's where they're going now. And I, I have a theory now that uh, within the next few months you'll start to. I mean, over the next year probably, um, the undervaccinated will be uh, mm. more vilified than the yes. non-vaccinated. Yes, they will. Because Lewis is not vaccinated, so you can just you can say Lewis is an anti-vaxer. Lewis doesn't like science. Lewis is evil, and that would work on a lot of people. But someone like me who said, "Okay, I took the first two, but I'm opting out of future doses because intuitively, when people hear my story, the average person, they're more likely to think that I have a well thought out, legitimate reason because yeah. I'm clearly not anti-vax. I chose once, and why did I not choose to do it again?" Right. That becomes the more it's it's sort of like it's why women get um, more vitriolic harassment from the left when they leave it than men do. Yeah. Right. Because you you should be you're one of the, we gave you something. We gave you uh, misogyny and you could complain about sexism mm-hmm. and you chose to refuse our gift. Whereas Lewis is a, just a fucking a white dude. No one yeah. like no one cares. It's you get nothing. So when, yeah, when he opt when they're just like when they go to the rally and say Lewis molds it's evil. Yeah. Lewis molds it evil. Then Lewis goes, OK, screw it. I'm out. Like, yeah. um, the thing is, yeah, no one, no yeah. one, no one ever approaches me. No one like says anything. No one touches me. It's yeah. very interesting. I guess because I have the protection of a of an Asian wife. I guess that's like a, a <laughs> yeah. good. It's a really good. It's a great yeah. umbrella. Like but, I'm. A <laughs> but it's like the guy, the guy in the um yeah. in in the hallway uh-huh. who had a altercation yeah. with. There's a lady down the way who who doesn't wear a mask. Mm-hmm. She's she's big, sturdy, and based. Yes. Mm-hmm. Never wears a mask. Has she's kids. Does she have kids? Yeah, I think I so. I don't know that. But she's like a yeah. she's like a big working class yeah, lady, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I kind of think that's part of the reason why this guy with a little dog. Uh, had like a bit of like a uh, a shouting match with her um, because he didn't like how how she wasn't wearing a mask and I she saw him loud. earlier. I was walking down and saw the gentleman 
Looked him right in the eyes. Didn't say a fucking word. No one says a word to me. I go in bookshops. <laughs> no mask. I go everywhere. No Everyone's mask. afraid of like, remember we went into the Korean restaurant and people were like, oh, no, no, no. We know some of you. We know some of you. Even though like I'm yeah. there, but it's like five tall, like five white guys. Oh, yeah. sorry. We close. You only take a takeout. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. It was, it was, it was me, they you. They would surf me and little Asians Liam, for sure though. Dylan Scott and <laughs> Matt Baxter, yeah, the boys. Yeah, so yeah. boys, 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 boys. <laughs> but I don't know. I think I feel like people need to. People are very tough online, but I kick over this sign like pretty much every day. It's like a, uh, it's like there's a, there's a private PCR test clinic up the road, <laughs> and I've been just just kicking over the sign. Um, I kicked it over and, and poured coffee over it. Then they replaced it with a new sign um every single day and i'm not like a guy who just kicks signs over like i'm not that it is says the guy who says well i've been kicking this sign every yeah, day but it's like <laughs> I, it's a new hobby it's a new hobby that i picked this, up this this town is so unconfrontational and people <laughs> and people are so tough online that i was like you know what i need to sh- i need to show people that they can't just exclude 20 percent of the population from society there is there was going to be a violent backlash so i think kicking over a sign is a good way to show people that there are consequences to doing this there are there are consequences to doing it and the people you're excluding are fit men who work out and you know we're not locked in there with them (laughs) they're in here with (laughs) us like yeah Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see once these passports go out like what what happens like who's going to take it who's not like will someone just you know find where one of the systems is like is there like an electronic thing will someone just whack it with a sledgehammer and and then like you know like again what is the enforcement yeah how are these how is this going to be enforced that that's what i that's i mean that's what i want to know is is like if it's a digital id like okay so you have to scan your digital ID before you go, like, before you go any, like, going into any building now, you have to scan your digital ID so they know where everyone is at all times. Uh, what mm. kind of crazy police state stuff is that? Like, well, they, well, they prepped it with the, with the contact tracing. All these things yeah, have the had a very neat dry run. The masks were a dry run for the vaccine. I remember the contact tracing thing. We were having a, like, my family is not as based as I am. Yeah, um, yeah uh, that's you know, all of us so, here. Yeah. So. It was the height of the thing, and then the Michael goes like, um, the, the, like the, the contactless thing, a marvel of, of, of society, greatest thing to ever happen to the world. Uh, then he goes like, f- like I, for anyone not getting it, like I, I wanted, like why would someone not get the contract chasing COVID app? Let's go, because um, I don't want the government to know where I am at all points of the day. He goes, yeah. oh, uh, I'm like, D- you trust that they're not going to leak this? Like government data leaks all the time private information like oh they say they're not going to do it yeah but what <laughs> measures are they taking like no i'm not i'm not i'm not downloading an app that tells the government where i am at all points of the day did you see leonard chan's advert for the covid tracing app no he I don't made a little video <laughs> saying like uh, just just down don't be a don't be a covid idiot like uh like <laughs> like certain comedians in a certain park <laughs> download this app it only uses a little bit of battery life. And it's like, I would rather get COVID than have my phone battery reduced by even 1% <laughs> for this bullshit. I have to keep the Bluetooth on all the time. That's a security risk. Like, from the off, you can't just do that. But 
Oh, so it was like a pro. It was like a pro. It yeah. was like pro yeah. pro downloading the COVID tracking app. I don't think he got any money for it. I think he made it of his own volition to get into good for uh, him. Just to get into get CBC's into, yeah. good books. CBC's good books. Guys, civil liberties are bullshit. Okay, there's some comedians in a park and they're telling jokes outside. We can't have that. All right, so just download this government tracing app. I'm gonna I'm gonna spell freedom D U M B at the end to to make the point that people who want freedom are, are bad. Dumb. Or, or or that their their arguments are you know are stupid and mine are superior so I'm not going to engage with them and just going to resort to name calling. Oh, you I have a driver's <laughs> license in your pocket. This is this is exactly the same thing. Or like when when people bring up the um, it's like it's like vaccine passports aren't a new thing. We had a yellow, yellow passport card. back oh in God. the fifties, and it's like people are so fucking dumb when it comes to this. Yesterday, like. Um, <laughs> Brovidani said that uh, he he rightly described this situation. Brovidani rightly described something. We're clearly <laughs> wow. are in the end times. He used <laughs> he used the word apartheid, and 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 someone got very heated at this, saying it's not it's it's completely different to apartheid. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, but it is medical apartheid. Second definition down. Like the first one is obviously South Africa. The second is I think well, apartheid is like legal apartheid. discrimination based on categories like yeah you, i'm not sure if it's specifically racial categories but like apartheid mm-hmm. would be like you know the, the taliban is gender apartheid right yeah women don't have the same rights as men now there's bigger problems than <laughs> just that yeah. and the friggin taliban or as they're now called in canada our talibros our brothers <laughs> our, that's why i call them the talibros so yeah the, the 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 semantic argument of all of this is very like infuriating as well where like you can't really like get i mean all the people that protested at the blm marches last year largely don't really seem an issue with like not a peep and nowhere to be found on the street yeah the my body my choice i mean that's a big one this is this is is quiet my yeah my my favorite thing well i hate the abortion i hate i hate abortions (laughs) being for and against listen if anyone out there is pro-choice you're an idiot. You know, abortions are sending you to hell. You're all going to hell. If another, there's pro-life, yeah. you know, grow up, just abort some babies, get it over with. Like, I, I side with no one on this issue. I find everyone is, is can't be reasonable. It hijacks every conversation. It drives me nuts. Yeah. It is annoying. But with, but with the Texas stuff, like, it's like, now I'm laughing. Now now I'm more pro-life today. Like, I'm not, no, no <laughs> yeah. philosophical things. Just mm. to be as, like, all the pro-choice, it's like, okay. My body, my choice. I agree. So, Technically, I am pro-choice. Like, if when I'm not being annoyed by the argument, like if you find me in a couple days and like, yeah. uh, you know, okay, pro- whatever. But abortions aren't a good thing, and the and the pro-life argument is yes, you have the right to do what you want with your body. However, there are two bodies in there. That's the pro-life argument. The baby it's, didn't have a choice. Yeah, the ba- yeah, the the pro-life argument that people have to deal with and they never do is there are two lives. Now you can say okay, it's 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 just a clump of cells. Yeah, the first mm-hmm. couple weeks, it's okay, fine. But when you're dealing with a couple months in, all right, you're, and it is potential human life, this is the argument you have to deal with. So by choosing to put something in your body, you are going to be doing harm to something else. But that's something we allow in a free society. Nothing's perfect. Abortions aren't perfect. One yeah. way or the other, no one has, no. it's a, it's impossible to have the perfect opinion on abortion because it's mm-hmm. just that morally gray. But we say my body, my choice, and by doing that, you know, you're choosing bodily autonomy, you're doing harm to something else, but it's your body, yeah. so you get to choose. COVID vaccine, right? Well, I get to choose what goes in and out. You can't comply me to put something in. Now, yeah. hypothetically, you could say by not getting the COVID vaccine, you might be hurting someone else, right? And it's a might. In the COVID case, it's you might be hurting someone else, and the, the stats are also showing 
you're probably not really affecting anyone else. If anything, it's just like the way you hurt other people is you go to the hospital and then we have to pay more in taxes because of your medical bills. But in that case, fatty's going to fat, right? Then, you know, that. So alcoholics as well. Alcoholics. The total logical inconsistency of the pro-life crowd screeching right now. It's like, okay, if you apply, like now, not everyone is inconsistent, but there's a large amount of people who are so violently inconsistent um, from one day to the next when it comes to, you know, my body, my choice, that, you know, it, you just, we, you, you can't take, you can't take anyone really seriously at at the moment. Like, there's very few people who haven't lost their friggin' minds in Mm. the last two years. Correct. It's really interesting, the, the, the flip-flopping, the, the complete U-turns of, like, defund the police <laughs> protest good and then the capital pro- protest it wasn't a riot it was like it was a bit of a false flag <laughs> <it>? <laughs> <laughs> the the new 911 it yeah. was big actually for the for the protest i remember very distinctively mainstream media articles saying oh don't don't photograph the protesters they need to be protected um protesting doesn't lead to a spike in covid cases because yeah you, you know, know protesting blm is 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 great i mean yeah. ryan long does some great videos on this like yeah. uh uh the the great the great one is the one where like um uh covid doesn't affect like you know covid is influenced by my opinions or whatever like you know it's like you know it turns out last week it was murder to be outside yeah. this time you're a murder for not going outside science is crazy and then but it was th- um <laughs> so it was like defund the police all police are bad fuck the feds and then uh, people started saying um there was you know there was someone who went on the ttc without a mask and nothing happened to them this like punitive um i mean we could be worse we could be australia right now oh but instead well we're only gonna be australia we have, in six months we, we have yes, yes we have some guns they have zero guns we have some guns like, not me i'm me i mean the the, the nation country. of the nation of canada thank god <clears throat> Thank God we got a few guns. That's yeah. you know that you know that's that's where we're going. We're going. I mean, we're like if you the the down the fall of Australia and the media cheering it on is it's baffling. Like it's like I I've never thought like should I go to Eastern Europe for more freedom? No that's, one's ever that that thought yeah. has never crossed anyone's mind. Mm. It didn't cross anyone's mind until maybe a few months ago. And now yeah. like, I've heard stories of like people going back to. Eastern Europe because of Canada just it scares them now like I have friends who were in Venezuela when it was collapsing and Chavez was getting in and they're like man the signs are all the same printing money hyperinflation Uh, you know going for the gun like yeah you know I have a lot of Venezuelan friends who who are having some PTSD looking at things now so this is this is uh, this is uh, I mean the scientific term is not good Uh, I I watch um, I watch a bit of uh, Sky Sky News Australia pops up a lot on my feed i think because i watch like trump stuff and i guess your channel as well it's like <laughs> giving me some like conservative <laughs> yeah. act. but like the the australian press coverage of biden is like dangerously based i can't think of a word <laughs> for it they're they're really like covid like this is insane and it's like it, it's so funny how i guess they have very very low vaccination rates as well like i think it's like it was said to be 13%. In 13%, Australia? Yeah. Wow. It's At like, some it's, point, yes. Only 13 really, or 17. It's really, it was really low. So they haven't been able to procure them, I would assume. Or No, they have. They have. It's not a, a question of um, 
shortage. I don't think at all. It's um, no, that's I fascinating. I, I, that, yeah. That's a very low. Like I would think the Australian population would at least be at fifty percent. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, I think that's the floor for Australia. Mm. Um, because I mean, their culture is quite similar to Canada. We're at seventy percent. Um, you'd expect to see similar numbers in Australia. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I did see something like, a, like you know, maybe I, I think I saw a couple weeks ago it was only like twenty something percent. Oh, really? I'm looking. But but now. again, I could I could be wrong on, on it's, that. It's very low, and they but don't really have. But they're putting the kids now. They're putting the kids in like mass stadiums, like twenty k kids to be mass vaccinated to take them away. Like they're doing that right now. Yeah, they're doing that right now. Yeah, I mean, everyone's lost their goddamn minds yep. uh, for for the concerns of of getting sick. We've like. And, and I've been going at this for a while, and, I, and I've I've done a lot less COVID coverage than most people who do new mm-hmm. stuff every day, because I, I, you know, it's it's just better to focus on other things sometimes. Yeah. But, um, okay, uh, was it losing? Uh, oh fuck, I lost my train of thought there on COVID. Um, you do less coverage than other people. Yeah, I, kn- I know that. Um, ah, probably wasn't that important anyway. The kids, man. The yeah, kids. the kids in the kids. stadiums. The kids. Yeah, it's but it's like okay, yeah, the ki- w- This is the lowest risk thing, and also mm-hmm. like. We have a bit of a uh, history in Canada that we're starting to go over of like telling parents what to do with their kids and the government knows how to raise your kids better. Yeah. Isn't that kind of one of the things that we're struggling with now as a nation with the uh, especially <laughs> the indigenous issue, um, you know, uh, you know, forced compliance of how to raise your children? Like, yeah, you're looking, pop the brakes on that you're looking for consistency. You are not going to find it. Defund the police or actually maybe you should just become police yourself and get yes. comedy shows shut down it was uh, again another ryan long thing i think it was a clip of like when he was the candidate running for 20 the candidate running as a 20 year old girl or whatever for 20 year old girls opinions and he was like you know <laughs> um you know r- systemic racism defund the police people not in obeying covid rules hire more p- police to arrest them like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's really annoying to just tr- i mean i have i have some npc friends I guess back in the UK, in the group chat, I try giving them like um, public health England reports and stuff, but it's like nothing really gets through. It doesn't, it doesn't like get through to NPCs unless it's like literally at the football. Like if if, <laughs> if the football games have Honestly. the kneeling players before and it's like yeah once it comes into once it affects you then people wake up yeah which is kind of why you're i I think that's kind of why we're starting to see a bit more of political awakening because you know two years ago a lot of people you know wouldn't care about the things that i'd be ranting about every day when i'm you know yelling about government windmill contracts and all that which by the way we have to nuke the windmills (laughs) my arch nemesis is is windmills and or recycling bomb palestine bomb the windmills yeah bomb palestine and the windmills but i hate windmills more than palestine um wow (laughs) no windmills are the worst they're my oh you mean you mean the renewal the quote-unquote renewable energy yeah that whole thing it's bad for the environment it's stupid i mean we got i got a solid 20 minutes on windmills but we can do that another day (laughs) i'm your go-to rant at windmills uh guy Uh, i I saw one the other day and it was just going like so slow round and it's like they're beyond stupid one day it's going to be in a rotting airplane that's that's the least of the problems that's what i kind of like about them (laughs) (laughs) you're not a bird guy and i don't care i don't care about birds but like that's the that's the smallest problem we have with the windmill (laughs) is they kill birds and it's the only one people like are allowed to talk about yes 
Like, okay, so th- there was a Michael Moore documentary, like Planet of the Humans. He sponsored it, where the, the alternate title, the original title was Everything Daniel Said About Green Energy for the Last 10 Years Was Right. Sorry We Didn't Listen to You. Um, <laughs> it was shortened to Planet of the Humans. But what you learn when you watch it is the coal industry. We all want to kill coal because coal's less efficient and it's dirtier. The only reason we have coal still is because of these fucking windmills and solar panels because you need coal to build oh. all this green energy stuff. Mm. Plus, all the green oh, energy stuff that. doesn't last forever. It lasts, what, 20 years? Yes. And then you have to, re- like, okay, where do you s- recycle these toxic materials, mm. right? There's no plants for that. They're also not efficient. The s- battery storage on green energy is atrocious. So in Ontario, for every kilowatt hour of energy produced by windmills, it requires one kilowatt hour of natural gas or nuclear energy to <laughs> store that. So there's no net gain whatsoever. It's oversubsidized to the mass. So we're paying four times the market value. Oh. It, it's... And then this this has created a whole cascade system where we've actually increased emissions and increased prices. But what I hate about windmills is it gives everyone this sense of oh we doing something. Yeah, and you see it. You, it's you, you there. see it. Oh, I'm doing good. It's yes. it's it's it shows like my problem with the environmentalist movement for the m- most part is the top priority of the environmental movement is to feel like you're doing something about the environment and that's more important than doing something for the environment mm-hmm. and that's windmills and recycling in a nutshell yeah and yes yes i'm glad i could get a good rant at windmills this is just <laughs> non sequitur on this podcast covid 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 yeah and then there's one guy is just windmills, windmills, my, windmills. I, I actually had a really good chat with ian Roden, ppc my ppc candidate for Fort York Spadina, and we got into it. Um, are, and we, he are we officially is a endorsing him? Yes. This is the endorsement. It's the endorsement. Endorsed. He's a restaurant guy, and he was saying, like, you know, all the green subsidies, the the plastic gets thrown away because China doesn't want our plastic anymore. Blah 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 yeah. blah blah blah. But we had a good conversation. Mm. Yeah, that's I, another. That's an easy yeah. thing with recycling. I could go yeah. like the first. Yeah, the, the only recycling. way you could go with recycling that you get people on your side at the first place is like. 90% of what we recycle goes over to China anyway, and it ends up in landfills there at best. And then sometimes they send yeah. it back. Like, So, yeah. and then, I, you know, I have, I have another 10 minutes on recycling and how it just doesn't make any sense. But, you know, it, it we're it not even doing it. you feel good. It's a feel-good thing. It's yeah. you, f- you get a little hit of, of endorphins mm. when you put the can in the yeah. blue instead of the, the gray. Yeah. yeah. Right? And that's, and that's what it is. It does nothing, but it gives you that, like, I am a good person hit. You know, yeah, yeah. I just gotta, I gotta snort a bit of virtue uh, whenever <laughs> I uh, throw that can in the right thing. Yeah, and it does nothing, and it prevents us from finding real solutions to real problems because we have these phony solutions that everyone that you are not allowed to question because if oh if you start talking about recycling and windmills being bad, you hate the environment. You're a climate change denier, and it's like mm. no, the opposite. I'm saying there's some real serious environmental problems, and no one's trying to solve them. Uh, because of your stupid gobbledygook. Optics. Slavoj uh, Žižek said a, a very similar thing about the uh, the feel-good feeling from uh, sorting out your recycling. And uh, that is very true. And also coal as well is actually... It, it does burn clean because we have technology yeah, we have, to... Yeah, we have, we, have, we, have, we have made it... Yes, in Saskatchewan, like if there's some, someone in Saskatchewan is probably listening who's very paced. Like, mm. We do it well in Saskatchewan. There's a, yes, yes, you do. So, yeah. I, like, listen, I'm not saying kill coal, but my thing is, like, if you want to kill coal, the way you do it is the way Donald Trump did. You deregulate. So, you know, the fun, I'm, I might have told you this, you know, fun fact, you know, the only country to meet the Paris uh, target accords from the year 2016 to 2020, you know, the only country to do that? USA. America. USA. You know, <laughs> what do they do? They pulled out the Paris accords because they're stuck. They're dumb. They're the pathway to how to never fix the environment. Yeah. And, you know, they're a center part of the Canadian election because we're idiots. But the way you do that is you deregulate. So one of the big advancements uh, in things about World War Two on the non-military side, well, military implications is the discovery of oil and the race to the oil fields because oil 
compared to coal was this mat this great resource it was cleaner and greener and you know being cleaner is is sort of incentivized by everyone even the evil oil companies because coal i mean coal doesn't burn that efficiently i mean i'll, I'll pull some numbers out of my ass here let's say 35 percent of coal is burned efficiently so that means is when you burn coal and i'm just taking this number out of my ass 35% of the coal turns into energy that spins the wheel and moves things forward, mm-hmm. right? That means 65% of what you have is wasted. Now, there's a lot of different names for waste. Waste is waste, it's emission, it's pollution, mm-hmm. right? So all th- right, you want to reduce pollution, you find something more efficient. Then we found oil, which let's say burns at 70% efficiency. So 70% of the, time, uh, the energy in oil when burned actually goes into spinning the thing, which mm-hmm. means only 30% of that is wasted, which means you're getting less emission, less smoke comes out. Natural gas is amazing. It's like 99% efficient. It's, it's an absolute godsend. Now, is it perfect the way we're mine? No. Is anything perfect? No. Um, but no, no one, even like Yosemite Sam, the most evil, stereotypical <laughs> Texas oil, vi- oil villain you can concoct, if the markets were all fair and no government interference, no one would ever invest in coal right now over natural gas because w- w- what's the use of coal? The only use of coal is to build windmills and solar panels. That's the only thing we really need coal for these days. Is to mm. The only thing we use coal for is to make useless green energy products. And all, and we justify making green energy by, and oh, look, we ended coal, but and it's, it's, it's so dumb and circular. But the, the way that the Americans did it is you deregulate. So you allowed people to invest more in natural gas. Well, the carbon emissions start going down because everything's being done more efficiently because you get more energy, right? It's more valuable to the company. Like if you have a product, you know, you want a hundred percent of that product to be used efficiently. Mm-hmm. It makes it like, you know, if you're only getting 30% out of it, that's 70% profit loss. Oil's great. Cause it was 70, only 30% natural gas, even better, you know? And because we can't have these conversations, we have stupid green energy policies. And I'm glad I, I managed to work in a totally unrelated rant about how green energy is bullshit. Goddamn coal burners. Goddamn God damn, God damn windmills. Goddamn windmills <laughs> and Justin Trudeau and Kathleen Wynne and Gil Buss and all those idiots. Should we should we do some tarot cards? Yeah, do some tarot okay, cards. Let's, let's, do, let's, let's, let's get it. spiritual. Let's I am kind of interested. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to know where wanna, this goes. Yeah, today. yeah, because I think I, I think I've I, I've established myself to 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 the based based audience here uh, that that I that I did really really well uh, in high school mathematics. So um, I don't even know who um, listens to this really anymore. We have random people from like I forget the countries because I'm really dumb right now. Uh, we're we're pretty big in like Mountain View, I guess. Go you. No. You t- you direct. I actually. I, I can't. Need to take a break, but that's fine. I, need to I have to. Okay, fine. Just go. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you to um, shuffle these cards. Okay. Uh, I can hold your microphone. So, uh, yeah, shuffle those cards and then um, make them into three piles. And then uh, restack the three piles in on order of your choosing. So, three piles. <laughs> <laughs> he's, doing a, he's doing a blackjack dealer technique. I, uh, I played, a lot of poker grow- played a lot of poker growing up, so this is just how I, I'm good at cards. This probably sounds quite good. ASMR, yeah. This is hypnotic. Can you guys want to 
the episode. Alright, so then what? Just re yeah, restack them in an order of your choosing. So like this. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. However you feel. Nice. And then hand it back to Shaw and uh Which way is that? This way? Like this, right? That yeah, that's I just want to make sure, yeah? I have no idea. Yeah, it's the way you looking at it. I don't I, I, I do not care. That's true. It doesn't it doesn't really matter that much. Alright. Okay, let's see what happens. This better tell me the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. Who's on the Packers now? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, shit. Yeah. Look, the past. I like this. We have a major arcana card. It's the fool. We end up like a baby. We know nothing. And we're innocent. We know nothing. We're a little gesture starting out in life. That's the past. Okay. The innocence of Dan Boardman. The Once innocence. upon a time. I... So innocence, that'd be good because yes, I it is. innocence. Uh, hopefully, I'd be f I'm found innocent in not my guilty. Not, <laughs> not guilty. Not guilty. Be the case of defaming the federal government. <laughs> Two impeachments. Yeah, <laughs> for the audience, either. Aaron O'Toole and his friends like to sue me a lot because That's I crazy. expose the liberals funding an international terrorism ring. It's complicated. <laughs> well, you know what? When the fool appears in a reading, it's a person who's about to embark on a new way of life. It could be a physical journey, moving to a new place, starting a new job, or getting married or divorced. Often the appearance of the fool indicates a person who's ready to start on a spiritual path, who has made peace with the need to experience absolute faith and trust in the universe. So, you know, you go around with no sense of worry and fear, feel that you are protected and that everything will turn out well. At this time, when it's upright, you are out of sync with the rest of the world, but in a positive way. Yes. Okay. You may feel somehow isolated from the general group, a loner. Your experience of the current situation is different from those around you, yes. A little bit. Which may make you feel as if you are marching to a different drummer, and you probably Thumbs are. Thumbs up in the chat if you're also getting sued by the government. <laughs> <laughs> you need to listen to that different drummer, for this is a beat of your authentic self trying to get your attention. Boom. Snaps. Okay, that's a past. Now the present. I'm like, what are we? Woo! Wow, we have the three of wands. And it's kind of like it looks like a portal into the future. And this is actually the future gift of seeing and knowing. When we get the, the wands, this has to do with the fire element of passion, creativity, and ideas. And I'll just do my one little plug for He's a Leo and he's a fire sign. Ooh. Whoa. Fire Leos. Wow. This is, this is proof that astrology is it's real. It's real. It's real. <laughs> wow. I was wrong. God was wrong, but astrology was right. Yeah. I would never say that. That's blasphemous. God's never wrong. Okay, so three of wands. Let me give you the... It's someone who's ready and willing to hang on to what he's achieved. By clearly defining the role you want to play, you are presenting a positive picture to the world. This confident attitude may draw helpful people towards you or attract beneficial circumstances. You have established a solid foundation for your business or occupation and can expect cooperation from others. At this point, you are clear about who you are and what you intend to achieve. Others will respond positively to you. I know what you said that you wanted to do. I know what your mission is. I'm not going to say it here. <laughs> you want to destroy something. Let's look at the future and find out. And I think, oh, okay. This is, I don't know. It's what I expected. It's, 
it's the Knight of Pentacles reversed. When we get the suit of pentacles, that's like an earth sign thing. So that's money, your career, uh, you know, house, home, finances, the material things of this world. Let's see what this portends when I try to figure out because I, I don't understand this card very well. Uh, the Knight. No, it's the Page of Pentacles. The Page of Pentacles is a messenger and it gives you superpowers. Hmm. What? Yeah. Okay. All right. Hmm. I want to know what this is because it's saying that more effort and focus are needed. The Pentacles, the Page of Pentacles is often about sort of like education, the student or the scholar. And when it's reversed, I don't think this is true. Uh, okay. The page, I don't think you're unmotivated or not interested in furthering like your ideas or your cause. That's not true. But I don't know that I like this. If the card does not represent a person, it may indicate bad news concerning money matters. But we already know that. Yeah. yeah. We already a, know yeah, that. There we go. You okay, know, so that's, a, that's what it that's is. That's the $2.5 million card. There you go. Okay. So then we get the more, more, more money on the way. Oh, great. Uh, the lesson already learned is the seven of cups reversed. Mm-hmm. Um, usually when it's upright, uh, when we have cards, uh, sorry, when we have cups, this is like water, emotions, feelings, relationships. Um, when it's reversed, you know, when it's upright, it's sort of like, what choose, what do I choose? How many choices? Maybe a bit of confusion. I don't know if there's disappointment, but let me, let me look this up and see. So it's either biddies or no biddies. Is that what I, that's what I intuited off of. You uh, are in a state of total confusion because there's too much going on. You need a calm space where you can sort through the multiple choices confronting you. Let your feelings be your guide. That's oh. what you, that's past. So the lesson you just learned. All right. Okay. Learn these what are your feelings? What kind of feelings do you have? Mostly just rage at the windmills at this point. <laughs> <laughs> ah. But when I'm not thinking about windmills, it's like sunshine, lollipops, and rainbow. All right. So the lesson coming into Daniel Boardman's life is another money-based, finance-based, career-based sign, the Knight of Pentacles, which upright says, okay, a person with the spirit of adventure who's practical and materially minded. If the card does not signify a person, it suggests a situation involving arrivals or departures. You may quit a job for a more lucrative one elsewhere, move to another locale for financial or work-related reasons, or experience, well, this is what it is, experience other changes in your life relative to money, possessions, or security, okay? We already know that. So all these cards are basically, you you know, you're going to make sense. money and then lose money. And Maybe. Then make, make, so I'm going to make a lot and lose a lot of money, okay? You might, yeah. Good to know. Some, it, so all right. pretty much all. Then, uh, what's working for him? We have the appearance of the King of Swords reversed. We'll find out what that is. And that's, you know, power struggles, obviously. We have some King of Swords sounds pretty cool. Yeah, the King of Swords. This actually has to do with the mind, air, energy, and the intellect. And, you know, you're a guy who deals in ideas. So let's see what we have to say about the reversed King of Swords. Okay. Oh, sure. I get it. Um, when reversed, this king shows the negative qualities of the air signs. Fickleness, using words to wound, gossiping, superficiality, playing <laughs> one person against the other, or rigidity of opinions. Right? I'm sure a lot of I hope none of this can be used in a court of law. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if it doesn't signify a person, 
it can represent a situation in which the people around you are antagonistic to your ideas or your spiritual quests. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, people have been antagonizing my spiritual quests. Uh, yeah. Most of it, the federal government. <laughs> Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen of the jury, I present to you Exhibit 4, uh, Episode 89 of the podcast Pang Stars. You may have to keep these matters to yourself and not advertise them to those who are unsympathetic. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, that's that's okay. that's what they're trying to life do. Advice of, yeah. Oh, not hey, everyone. but why does it? Okay, then what's not working for you? Which I find funny because this is actually a very auspicious card, up or down. We have here the Nine of Cups, which is almost like the wish fulfillment card, where like all the wishes come true, but it's reversed. So let's see what it says. Why would this not be working for you? I'm not saying that your prayers are in vain because they never are, but let's see what this perplexing card has to say in this position. The last time I prayed for something, put it. God was <laughs> God was pretty on my side. The last time I, t- I could give you a prayer, last prayer I remember doing was where I'm like it would have been 2005. It was Ooh. in Israel, and yes. we were going to the Western Wall. Yeah. So it's like you put a prayer in the wall. That's right. And I did is my prayer was I was hoping the Packers would get Reggie Bush in that draft because <gasps> Reggie Bush was just tearing up college. That was when he was at USC, so flipping over people, <laughs> d- juking around, and I really wanted him. But he did not go to the Packers. Instead, we got A.J. Hawk, who had a much better career. So the Lord knew better and said, I know what you want, but Reggie Bush is like 20 years, 15 to 20 years too early for his prime. So I grant you A.J. Hawk instead, (laughs) who is a very solid linebacker and will be so for a decade. This I grant thee. Amen. That was the last time I prayed, and it worked out pretty good. Amen. Amen. He works in mysterious ways, and indeed, this is really interesting. This is the best card in the entire tarot deck called the Wish Card. It indicates great joy and happiness, all your dreams coming true, getting what you wish for. It's like winning the lottery and meeting Mr. or Mrs. Wright all the same day. Now, reversed, it's hard to say anything negative about this card, even in the reverse position. The worst thing that can be said here is that if you refuse to believe in your own good fortune and take a negative attitude, you can mess things up for yourself. So you you better believe, hope, and pray, and actually act with every fiber in your being that all this shit just goes away by the by the grace of God, and it will if you believe in it. It's the Dumbo's feather. Yeah, I, that's what I have to say. I kind of said the same thing for my mm. uh, PR thing. I I said it would come before my birthday. You did, and it did. I thought autumn time. I can see it's going to arrive. My name's not Louis Mahmood, so <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, I shouldn't even have to apply for immigration. We have the same queen. Like, yeah, for bullshit. real. I mean, we're still we're still a backwater colony. Yeah. Should, you should put that on the uh, immigration card. I don't know. I have to deal with you backwater colonialists, <laughs> rubes. Is that all the cards? Those are all the cards. Yeah. Sick. Well, this kind of brings us up to like... Almost an hour. I think it's probably a good place to leave it at because I like to have a nice, a nice, um, nice a nice runtime. Run you can't overstay your welcome. But um, you can see Daniel Boardman perform at my uh, very based, very cool, very underground 9/11 show. Uh, so that's going to be sick. Secret location. DM for details. Um, do you have anything you need to pluck? No, I mean, if you want to find me on the internet, I make content. It's all under my name, so you don't have to. It's you just have to. If if my name's in the description, if you can't spell Daniel Boardman, then I don't want you on the team. You're cut. Link it up, Daniel Boardman. Thank you so much for that. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, I had a great time. Sha Pang. Pang stars. <laughs> <laughs>